your mental health hour. Mind Matters on the Light Breakfast. It's a Mind Matters free clinic with Dr. Joel Lowe, clinical psychologist from the Mind Psychological Services and Training. Good morning, Dr. Joel. Hi, good morning. Thanks for having me. Yes. So if you have a question for the good doctor, call us on 0395433333. And uh, Lynn, what's your question? All right. So I have problems with my mom. I think she's way too strict and overprotective. You know, she doesn't give me as much freedom as she gave my brothers. So, yeah, it's kind of a problem and it's been bugging me. All right. How old are you, Lynn? I am 18. 18. Okay. And where do you see uh, there's a discrepancy between, you know, what you get to do and what your brothers get to do? I don't know. I just felt like when they were my age, they got to, you know, go out a lot more, hang out with more of their friends, whereas with me, it's, you know, you should stay home more, you should be helping me more. Mm. Really, like, yeah. Okay, so obviously she feels uh, her mom's not being fair. Yeah, what are yeah. your thoughts here, Dr. Joel? Well, having uh, two daughters of my own, I'm wondering um, that's going to happen to me soon as well, I reckon. Uh-huh. I think there are two things happening here. Um, the first one is unfortunate uh, gender stereotypes, that, right? Because guys, you know, they're a bit more independent. They can look after themselves. So I think that's maybe part of the issue as mm-hmm. well. Maybe mom thinks that you're 18-year-old, you're the youngest one in the family. You know, you got to be more careful and you're female as well, right? I, I don't agree with it, but it's unfortunate it is what it is. Yeah. But I think the other one that's more important is the fact that at every point in someone's life, right, we need to start separating away from our parents. And uh, we call this the process of individuation in that sense, right? It's a normal process because you spend your your first part of your life with your parents. They take care of you. They are your caregivers. And at some point, you need to start saying, you know what, i got to take care of myself. And this process is usually very um, disruptive. You know, there are a lot of fights and arguments, but it would be all right. the better for you in the end, right? So hang in there. Keep fighting with mom in a way just to gain that sense of independence you know <laughs> right. but fight nicely fight Lynn. nicely yes yeah. yes don't, no, no claws or anything like that yeah. okay okay Nita what is your question for Dr. Joel okay uh, I would just like to inquire because I keep on getting this anxiety and some an irregular heartbeat all the, I mean like most of the time is it due to stress or any anything that's uh, at the back of my mind or something? because I I myself I don't think I have any stress and all that but I keep on getting this irregular heartbeat and my worry is if it has anything with my heart and things like that. Right. Have you gone to a doctor to check it out? Yeah, I've been to a HKL a few times and I've done this ECG and all that and doctor says nothing it's it's normal. I mean like uh, maybe I'm I'm stressed out and all that but I mean I worry if my if there's any defective heart, you know, or I got heart problem or things like that. Yeah. On a scale of one to ten, how would you rate the stress levels in your life? Um, (laughs) We all have stress, but how would you rate it? Sometimes I don't know whether I'm stressed or not, but uh, well, uh, my work probably is uh, quite stressful because I'm to sales and I'm in hotel lines, so we've got like target to achieve and things like that, but maybe seven, I would say. Seven, wow, okay. That's pretty stressful, isn't it, Dr. It is pretty high, yeah. I think the irregular heartbeats, if you've gone to the hospital, you've done the checks and ECGs and all that, and they all come out clear, I think you should be in the green, you should be all right. Mm-hmm. And I think given the line of work that you're doing, the, the rating that you gave, it's probably stress and anxiety. So that's the bad news, right? So the irregular heartbeat is because you're anxious and you're, you're worried and, you're, and your heart's palpitating in that sense, right? The good news is that it's actually quite easy to manage if it's just stress and anxiety, right? So if you go online and you search for deep breathing exercises, uh, PMR, 
progressive muscle relaxation, uh, mindfulness meditation, for example. Those are really good, simple ways for you to be able to manage the anxiety and stress easily on your own. Mm-hmm. But if after like a couple of weeks you keep trying it and it doesn't work out, you might want to see someone just to get a couple of uh, a bit more advice, for example, and more targeted advice line that tends right. to help you out. Will medication help in this instance? It can, but oftentimes uh, medication will be treating the symptoms, right? Okay. And for some people, that's enough. After a while, then they're fine. But if for, let's say your stress is perpetuating, right? It keeps going on. You take the medication, you feel better. But if you don't take the medication, you don't. So you kind of get hooked on it after a right. while. Right. So that's something to look out for as well. Okay. Jonathan, what is your question for Dr. Joel? I had a really bad experience in my previous job, uh, especially with my superiors, which is why actually I left. Two weeks since I left the job, uh, I've constantly been having bad dreams. My palms clench whenever whenever I think of the job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I may have a problem. I, I, I don't seem to be letting go of that job pretty easily. Wow, this is pretty serious stuff. Yeah, huh? it is. I, and I think the fact that you're having bad dreams, the fact that you have, still, you have physical reactions towards it, that's, that's always a bad sign in that sense, right? Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, it's only been two weeks, right? So I think give it a little bit of time. I think two weeks is still relatively short, right? Think of it like a bad breakup, like, you know, two weeks is still a really short time yeah, for you to get new. over it. Yeah, correct. I think if after a month or two that, and you still have these kind of reactions, then yes, I think it's definitely something to be worried about. For now, I think it's still normal, right? For you to have bad flashbacks and dreams and all that. So what I would recommend is that, you know, you keep yourself engaged as much as you can. I'm not sure if you started a new job already, but if you haven't, keep yourself engaged, right? The worst thing you could do for yourself right now is to be idle and mm. let your mind wander and, you know, uh, play around all those bad memories and stuff like that. So do something, uh, keep yourself engaged, especially new activities, like something you've never done before. Like some I tell my clients right um, the, one of the best things you can do is like go rock climbing or something crazy like that because wow. when you're hanging off the side of the cliff you cannot think about your boss and worry about what happened to your previous True. boss right you have to focus on what you're doing yeah. Uh, but yeah something like that right a new skill new activity yeah okay well I hope that answers your question Jonathan and good luck with that Sylvia you had a question for Dr. Joel yes I'd like to find out right I've got a 14 year old and you know recently she's been really driving me crazy you know she's coming back with attitude problems and, you know, acting as if, you know, I'm the child and she's the mom telling me what to do and how things should be run or how I should basically mother her, you know, and in her little world, whatever she's doing is right, you know, it's got no madness, no respect and, um, you know, she's really turning out to be such a handful, you know, and um, it's not because we're not teaching her at home or that, you know, we've been lax with discipline or anything, but it's just, you know, it seems to be like she's turned 14 and then now I don't know how to deal with her anymore, you know? So All what right. do I do? Okay. Have you sat her down and, you know, told her what you expect from her and, you know, how you feel with her behavior and all that? Yeah, you know, of course, we as a family, we have boundaries, but this child obviously has been pushing it and it's not being receptive to any of the nudging that we've been giving her, you know? So we're as a family, we're at a loss because she's become quite unpleasant to be around and, you know, she's very, very rude. There, is this something mm-hmm. that all 14-year-olds go through or, you know, am I being, I don't know, maybe unrealistic with my expectations? Well, is is it? Please t- 
tell me it's just a phase, <laughs> Dr. Joel, because I've got a 13-year-old uh, yeah. <laughs> at I'm home. Looking, I'm looking forward to mine soon. Uh, <laughs> well, look, it is very common, right? I think a lot of teenagers go through a teenage angst kind of thing. You know, Even I went through my own one. I think my parents can attest to that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a process where the child, the teenager, they, they're developing. They're trying to figure out who they are. They want to test and see what they can do, what they can become, you know, and that's the stage. And you're the, you're the best test uh, subjects in that sense. So they experiment with you. Mm-hmm. They can't do it with friends because it, it, there's too much at stake. And imagine if I go do that, I, I test boundaries with my friends and I screw up and I lose all my friends and I can't do that yeah. in school, right? That's like social credit. So I do it with my parents, you yeah? know? I think you guys are doing a great job. You've told about your expectations, you've told about the boundaries, and I think you're doing really good in that regard. The most important thing for you guys to do is just be consistent, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there are many schools of thought to parenting. Well, one of them, I think, which makes a lot of sense to me is to be consistent, especially when they are not being consistent, right? Because that's the, that you've you become their lighthouse, so to speak, right? So mm-hmm. no matter what happens, you know that mom and dad are always going to act in a certain way. Yeah. And in this period of volatility, that's what they need like, in that sense. Like. Okay. I don't know how long it's going to last for. Some kids, <laughs> it goes for a couple of years. Some kids goes all the way until they're 21 sometimes, you mm-hmm. know. But I think as parents, we just got to grin and knuckle down and just bear hang it, in there and yes. yeah, bear it. Yeah. And be consistent. <laughs> exactly, be Sylvia. consistent. Good all luck. right. Now, Ram um, has actually called me earlier and he had a long, long rant about <laughs> his current situation at the workplace. Um, in fact, he you know is not at the workplace yet. He's applying for jobs mm. and he's realizing that there is just so much hypocrisy mm. and double standards mm. in his uh, everyday life, in our everyday lives. And he just can't stand it anymore. So his question is how do we deal with all of this? Yeah, it's not just a work thing, it's life in general. And I think a lot of time that happens for good and bad reasons, right? Good reasons in the sense that sometimes people tell you one thing to be kind and to be nice and not to hurt your feelings and it could mean something else. Bad is sometimes because they ought to get you, right? Um, and I think there's really no good rhyme or reason to why it happens. That's, mm-hmm. I think that's important to remember because that also means that there's very little we can do about it, right? If it's one consistent thing, then yeah, we can change or whatever it is, right? But it, I mean, hypocrisy is hypocrisy, right? It, yeah. it's, it is going to happen. It's going to keep happening. I think for you to deal with it, what's important is for you to know yourself, know what you want to do and what you stand for. And I think you stick to your guns in that sense, right? And as all this um, stuff revolves around you, um, that evolve around you, right? Mm-hmm. I think if you start changing for every single situation... Um, at work, at home, whatever it is, right? You're going to have no peace, right? It's just going to drive you nuts, right? right? So if you stay consistent, know who you are, do you and be you, basically, right? Mm-hmm. I think you'll be all the better for it. Well, Ram, hope that helps in some way or form. Um, yeah. Dr. Joel, thank you so much for joining us this morning. No worries. Thanks for having me. Dr. Joel Lowe, clinical psychologist from Mind Psychological Services and training here on Mind Matters.